What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chocolate Gumbo. I'm here with the family. We're doing what we always do each and every week. I'm RJ Mitchell. And I'm Kendra. And I am Keith. Uh oh. He's just Keith this time. Comedian Big Keith. It's a camera right there. Is that a camera right there? That's a camera right there. (laughs) This is the time that we come in and we talk about our weekend and everything that happened over the weekend, just try to recap of what's going on. You know what I'm talking about? So the question we like to ask is, how was your weekend? How was your weekend, guys, ladies? My weekend, I'm still recovering from, you know, last week or whatever, but you know, Friday, I worked all day in the salon. Saturday, got up showing properties back in the salon Saturday afternoon. Dipped out to hear a little lab band at Tavern Saturday night. And then Sunday, I ended the weekend with my um, brokerage company Christmas party photo shoot. So that was my weekend. It was pretty chill but nice. We had a Christmas party and a photo shoot? They had a photo shoot and a Christmas party. We had to change. So we came in company colors, which were blue and gold. But I wore blue and gold accessories. And then we changed it to a more black, classy. And then we took pictures as a group individually. It was dope. They paid for everything free drinks, free food. Thank you, bro. Oh, Shout out to Shereen Realty. That's a party. Pay for everything. Shout here. out to Shereen Realty. <laughs> hey, y'all need a real estate broker. I work under Shereen. I'm Kendra at SFH Realty. No, Property Group. Sorry about that. SFH Property Group on Instagram. Check me out. Come by your house. But anyway, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um... Getting ready for Christmas to be over. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh my God, my mama worried me about this tree. Gracious, <laughs> my mama worried me, but we got everything up except for one little thing. I gotta hang up and plug in. But Christmas decorations done. Uh, Tavern on the Grange, Beast Basin Brunch. I'm high, so I'm looking down. But Beast Basin Brunch, Tavern on the Grange was an awesome freaking time. So uh, every weekend is awesome, as long as I could be performing and making people laugh all day long. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, my weekend was it was decent. You know what? I had to start before before I got into the weekend. I went right before the weekend. I I had to do a, a show in a uh, Tucson, uh, Arizona. Why? It was pretty cool, was it but hell no, it wasn't. It was cold. It was fifty degrees in Arizona. Yes, oh, I call it was a cold friend going to Arizona, and they said they was making a joke saying that everybody from Chicago brought the cold to Arizona, which we must have did. So it was fifty degrees. I had to wear a jacket the whole time, but it was cool to see a different scenery. You know, got a chance to go to Arizona's the dispensary. Arizona's yes. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, you went to the dispensary. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you had a great time. Yeah. Had a great time, yeah, yeah. But the weekend was good. We did beach Space and brunch again with a, with me and Vicky each and every Saturday. Tavern on the Grange. You want to plug that? That's that's what we're gonna do. And then uh, Sunday, I did uh, uh, sultry soulful Sundays, which I do every Sunday at Chemistry Chicago, Illinois, R and B set. We do that as well. Uh, and now we back here getting on the shuffle, man, just talking about what we're about to talk about, you know? We got some sad days ahead, man. We got some sad days. Uh, uh, we lost a, a good brother um, in the recent days. We lost a good dude, um, Twitch, yes. from the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, man. So devastating. And uh, it's apparent, uh, uh, according to reports, it's a suicide at this time. Wow. And he also left a suicide note. So uh, people with depression, people that's fighting, 
the urge to not want to be here. The people that's tired of fighting, the people that want to give up, don't give up. We all want to give up. Don't give up. Don't stop fighting. Fight for your reality. Fight for your psyche. Fight for the love that you got and the people that love you will be loving you forever in another way. So live every day you wake up to live because one day we all going to die. So you don't have to take yourself out. You don't have to uh, uh, accelerate the process. Live every day happy. The only people that are not stressed out, unfortunately, are people in the grave. So you, you'll you take that stress and be like, look, I don't want to stress no more. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. And then ultimately suicide rates are, are increasing ever since COVID, bro. Ever since COVID, they was already bad, but COVID, like yes. put gasoline on the fire, man. So uh, rest in peace, a good dude, man. A uh, uh, number one type type dude. Yeah, you'll see. Like that, that'd be the problem with mental illness too, RJ. Like you'll see people and you'd be like, man, I wish I had that life. Great wife, great kids on the Ellen show. Yeah, doing all kind of other shows and side projects, and the man don't even want to be here. So God bless. Uh, rest in peace, Twitch, and uh, God bless anybody who's struggling with mental and the psychological issues. You can find a way out. Just just don't stress yourself out so much over nothing. Yes. And uh, also, man, prayers out to his family, his kids, uh, man. And, and it kind of touched home with me. I mean, born the same year I'm born. Uh, we both made 40 this year. So it kind of like really hit home with me. So, um, man, so like I said, prayers to his family, his friends, his loved ones. Uh, and like we, we want to keep continue to say that uh, mental mental illness is real and I'm saying I'm not saying that anybody had mental illness or depression or anything like that that we're going through that is very real and um that we want to say that we love you to our close friends our loved ones yes. we love each and every one of you, you uh yes. family members we probably got some family members we don't like but we love you straight up that's that's real, and 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 all our family, people, don't, everybody don't see eye to eye. Everybody ain't gonna be the best of friends, but we don't want to see anybody take their life because, regardless, we all love you, and uh, just we all important, and we are are all valued. Yes. We Would are. you say that, Kendra? I completely agree, and you know we really don't have all the details in regards to the situation at hand. However. Whatever he was dealing with, you know, social media, it looked like he had the perfect family, the perfect wife, kids, life, everything. But you never really know what someone is dealing with once they get home and behind closed doors. So if y'all check on your strong friends, they may look strong, but they may not be strong. Um, check on those quiet ones that look to be present, but really isn't like we just don't know. So if you have anybody out there that you care about you don't talk too frequently, just send out a shot on Facebook, a message, instant message, text message, call, tell them you love them. But if you are out there suffering with mental illness, depression, or whatever, there is a suicide prevention line, 1-800-273-TALK. Call somebody if you can't talk to your friend or your family member, call some type of prevention center and just get some help. 1-800-273-TALK for prevention. We want you guys to stay here as long as you can. We're going to die one day. Don't leave too early. Let's stay here for ourselves, our family members, and our kids and our family, our children. You are important. Yeah. You are important. And you are loved. And you are definitely needed here. For some reason or not, you, you have value. Yes. And your suffrage also, uh, even though we all suffer, we all going through, trust me, we all going through a, a, a full spectrum of whatever life has to bring in. The, the 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 totality of life is that you have to keep going. My grandmother always said, keep living. 
Keep on living. If you think something is trying to knock you down, you got to make it through that because the next thing coming going to be stronger than that. And if you let that knock you down, then the next thing going to keep you down. And then the next thing going to jump on that, you'll never get back up. And that's where the depression starts. Once you start just giving up and letting one thing hold you down, don't let nothing hold you down. If you sit up out your bed, it's people can't even sit up out the bed. It's people that suffering from different types of life happenings that you'd be like, man, if he can do it, I can do it. It's a dude, you know what I mean, with no legs, out here still living his best life. Or somebody that can't do something that I, able body, full everything. And it's like, I feel handicapped by hurt and pain and regret and, and oh. all kind of things that kick in other modes. And once you get down, this world has, I'm not going to say the devil, but this world has, if there's good, there's bad. So there's forces out here that are going to keep you in that energy realm so their energy realm can get more energy and power. Like you get good energy, good energy spreads good energy. When you get down in the dumps, energies that are down in the dumps are going to keep you down there and keep you keep that power with them instead of you gaining your power back and seeing a real smile on your face and never miss an opportunity to make somebody smile or make somebody's day because you never know. I've had so many people tell me because people will see me on stage and be like, oh, you funny. I'm the same fucking way on stage at the gas station, at the drive through at the museum i'm the same way all the time so I, I make people laugh no matter what i'm doing when i don't even feel like fucking laughing you feel me so i never miss an opportunity to spread good love and good energy and sometimes people really need that people that's not depressed people that's not feeling moments of suicide or reach like kendra said reach out to people sometimes if god puts somebody on your heart talk to them people call them people text them people so yeah chocolate gumbo baby yeah, you know what? Talking about this energy, man, I wanted to get back. We were talking, and I think we were talking off air uh, a couple of weeks back, and we were talking about a, a, an event I did. I wasn't really myself, and the show I put on. It was just talking about my energy was down. I was kind of going through it, and just just understanding this and appreciating that I control my energy, and I'm gonna give maximum effort every time I get an opportunity to hit the stage or do that, you know, and that was just a great talk and it's just a great awareness of understanding that we're in the season right now that everybody needs our smile. Even we do. We need it now. You know what I'm saying? So if you know you need it, you don't know the next person. Everybody needs our smile. Everybody needs us to, to give positive energy. Everybody needs love right now. So give it. You never know what difference that makes. You never know. You know, that could be the, the deciding factor of somebody making that act or committing an act like that. Just something simple as that. So with that being said, with you guys sharing that with me and just put me in the different thought process going forward, like just it re-energized me. Like, okay, man, you know what? This is what I'm I got a new focus. And sometimes we get we get so routine in life that we lose focus. That, that's in our marriages and our careers and our job and stuff like that, especially with me doing music and performing for a living. Sometimes it's like I, I, you can get in job mode, even with the things you're passionate because you're making money and you can get in real job mode sometimes and, and you can lose sight of the simple things like that. Just checking your energy. What do you bring to the table? If you're performing, you're creating the atmosphere. You know, so it starts with you. It starts with you. And just just going, losing that brother like that, that 
this past week, just hearing that and just seeming seeing the joy that even he displayed when he was on camera in front of people, yes. even not even understanding what hurt he was going through. And it's so important that we all give that because we all need to feel that and we all need to receive that as well. Yes. You know what energy is, right? It's what's it what's make it the energy is what is the thing that makes your spirit. And spirit, you can feel you know what I'm saying? You share that energy, you share that spirit. So when you giving off, when you're having fun, the crowd is having fun. Like, and that's what dancing does. Like Twitch, the, the, you see some of his performances? The man was world-class dancing, like bro, could dance in different genres and put them all in one performance. So that energy you get from when you see somebody performing their art to their full potential, that's inspiration. Uh, that's that good feeling. That's that good spiritual feeling that you get like, man, I'm finna go draw something or I'm finna go write a joke or I'm finna go sing a song or I'm finna go find a new way to show off uh, somebody's hair or, or sell houses. Like it gives you that inspiration. And once you've inspired people on that level, like it's like, ah, I remember the day when I was feeling like shit and Twitch just watching him dance, his interpretation of the music through his physical movement it did something for my soul. You feel me? So always know people you have value. You've touched somebody in your life where people don't want to see you gone. We want to see you better, but we don't want to see you gone. Mm. That's real. That's real talk. Ah, so once again, we like to say rest in peace to Twitch. Now some shit I wish we could kill uh, is this Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane oh, situation. Man. This shit is the drama that life is all about right here. This shit <laughs> need to be ended. Why don't y'all, I wish somebody mama could just whoop them and hold all, you remember how your mama used to line y'all up? Yeah, And, and just, she had a belt. Like, tell me which one of y'all did the shit. Right. And like, everybody, everybody don't say nothing, but everybody look at the motherfucker that did But mama ended up whooping everybody anyway, everybody. but still, like, Y'all need somebody old school mama to whoop y'all about this goddamn escalade with a gun. Y'all all need a whooping. Everybody in this situation need a whooping. Meg and what's the best friend name? Christy or something? Is it Christy? I, I, Lord, we don't know. Oh. Gossip Jesus. What is the Google? Come on, Google lady. I, I think it's, it's is it, I think it's Chrissy or something. I'm not Lord, sure. These I'm not sure. Jesus don't Why are you talking? Well, we can say best friend because they've been having. The name they they well not really they've been putting everything out there doing that uh, okay the Lord well apparently Meg and the best friend have been sneak fucking each other's crush link sneaky links hold on yes sneak yeah. fucking that's the only hold on term. so hold on hold on hold on hold on so you're telling me they're doing it to each other or is it just no, a no, I think it's no, no okay so R J say me and you. When you're single in the imaginary world where me and you can meet a chick, say me and you meet a chick, right? I hit it off with the chick. So two weeks, three weeks on, me and the chick get it on. I tell you, man, little Kiki, man, banging, boy. I'm talking about, but that ain't my chick, though. So she can do what she want to do. But man, man, I'm just cracking, right? Then Kiki give you a vibe a month later, and you crack Kiki and don't say nothing. Sneak fucking mm. friends that are sneak fucking. So that's is Kelsey, that way. Kelsey, Kelsey, that's the name. Kelsey, so apparently, according to court, a a a testimony. Okay, they've been sneak fucking rappers. The baby, 
Yeah. Uh, Tory Lane. So both of them was doing that too. I think both of them was doing not each other, them two. They were both messing with Tory Lane. They both messed with. And I know both of them. And the baby. Oh, I didn't know that. So listen, Kendra, weren't we just having this conversation about if friends, if you found out somebody you like fucked your friend and y'all didn't? Oh yeah, last yeah, we, we talked just, about and that. And now it's look. playing out in court with the most popular people in Hollywood. Yeah, who's I'm losing their star right now? Man is taking some baby. I don't think she knew. I don't think, think the friend knew? I don't think she, I think she, something about she found out like that Megan was, I, I want to say she was bad. messing with her. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you this. If this is going on and they're friends and they're grown, this ain't their first rodeo. Right, right. This ain't their first rodeo. So somebody had some cover. Yeah. It's just a whole bunch of blue that's their first going rodeo. on in this trial. Either, either, either they both do it to each other or somebody, yes. or somebody out of those two, like doing that, it's either that's what they're both doing, or somebody out of the two of them like like has a fetish of going behind people. Some Obviously. people like that. Obviously, it's but like, am I am I am I tripping, Kendra? Wait, 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 women, wait, wait, this ain't the whole story, G. Okay. Apparently, Tory Lane's DNA ain't nowhere on, on the, the gun. The gun clip, nothing. No oil from his hands. Nothing is on this gun. The clip, the magazine, or nothing. But they said a female's DNA is on the gun. So them and two got into sudden, it. These are just the facts. They got into it. I don't know. And Kelsey is cracking. trying to plead the fifth it's now all because jealousy. It's but she got she asked for uh, some kind of immunity or that something for us. But they granted her that. So she she they they said She's why would you ask that unless. State. They, they granted her that so she could get whatever information she needed to get. So for her to be able to plead the fifth when asked the question in court, it has she can only do that if she if what she's about to say is going to incriminate herself. So why are you pleading the fifth? Let me tell you this: they, they, they had to inform Miss Kelsey that perjury on the stand will sub subvent. The, the 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 her working with the state, her did whatever she did, she made it. She get up that line and double back line and line and why she double back line line some more. So now she's pleading the fifth. She, she right. gotta plead the fifth. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what that's all right. So mm -hmm. we are gonna see how this all uh, unfolds. But she had to tell her lawyers what she did so they can tell her what to plead the fifth on. Do you know Absolutely. where it all started though? What between at, at that party? Tory Lanes and Kylie Jenner was about to get it on. At, at her part, and that's a she billion dollar. That's a billion. But what dollar. happened was they invited. They was at. I heard that they were originally at Kylie's party. This they invited. They invited it was a Tory Lanez. Party it wasn't like a big party. It was like it was Kylie's Jenner's like party, but yeah. they were there. Yeah. They invited both Tory. Sneaky, sneaky link. They that's both sneaky link. They that's both a sneaky, invited. Sneaky link. Right. You sneaking from your friend, and that's both of y'all sneaky link. Right. So the word on the street was a friend was originally messing with him, mm. and then because of COVID, she caught COVID, she had to go home, and yeah. then they was messing around mm. behind her back when she had to go home or something because mm. she had COVID mm. or something like that. But anyway, but ain't nobody boyfriend and girlfriend. So they called from the word on the street is they called yeah they called uh him over to Kylie Jenner's house. He started rapping with her, and they got mad. Meg, and I think, Meg I think, off. I think Meg tried to snap off like, "Oh, you being bogus to my friend, but you really salty, like, oh, you gonna smash my friend and me and trying to get." That's what she probably thinking. 
You know what I'm saying? Everybody was single. Everybody was single. Everybody was single, everybody was single at this time. Yeah, that's nobody what it was. Is. Nobody. Yeah. Kylie might have had somebody, yeah. but she had a baby daddy. But other than that, she ain't really, you know what I'm saying? Everybody doing what they do. Y'all young. He, clear, he clearly was getting some rhythm, and people didn't like that. I mean, Kylie, jealousy, jealousy, jealousy starts. Like, your, your girl is a $100,000 chick. You a multi-million dollar chick, and Kylie is a billion dollar chick. Yeah. So now it's like <gasps> female emotion, female emotion, boy, female fucking emotion wells up, and then liquor get involved. So I, 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 I you know, but but and then hold on, as we grow and evolve and move on, you look back like, damn, I got a nick, I got a dude now. You feel me? I'm in love. He in love, and he got to stand by my side when I was out here. Bumping the grind, and that's why if I if if my suggestion is to any man is be secure in the in the chick that you pick. Don't ask her nothing about what she was doing before you was doing something, and don't ask so she don't and tell her not to ask you. We don't want to know. I ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. Let's move forward from there. I don't want nothing, nothing about your past unless you was a runner off Forty Third Street, and I'm kissing every nigga in Inglewood. Let me know that, but. <laughs> If you just a regular chick with a regular body count, I'm going to be a regular dude with her because I don't want to tell you none of the shit I would do with it. Nigga, I was... 2009? Shit. Is it a phone booth fucking a, a mannequin? I'm trying to tell you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was out here bad, so I don't want to know nothing about your past. And this shit right here is just dragging everybody dirty past into laundry. And they said Kelly Jenner was the best witness in witness history, oh, yes. Jesus. They said Kylie Jenner got up there, told all the facts, knew the time, knew the details, and was unbiased in her testimony. Praise the Lord for Kylie Jenner. She trying to make sure her little product lines ain't infringed at all. Jesus, singing. Everybody, everybody sing. Speaking of singing, what, what's going on with the, the YSL? Is that the, the group the, uh, with Young Thug and... Uh, oh, uh, free Gunner. Gunner Home. Gunner Gunna Home. They free Gunna. He at home? Uh, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't talk on gangsters. They shit. freed freedom like he's home. He's at the crib, but the internet and other sources have conflicting uh, stories about how he got free. Uh, his lawyer said, his lawyer, his legal representation said, "Don't believe none of the lies. Don't believe none of the rumors." Gunner did not uh, uh, cooperate. He got out on some kind of statement he made, but he didn't cooperate. But he made some kind of statement. I don't know what the statement is. I heard they the questions they asked, like... and he said yes. Well, what I'm saying is, because I got kids, and, uh, and I don't need to be followed nowhere. I'm telling you is, if you don't know on shit, you don't speak on shit. But we can all speak on what we heard. I'm not saying we can't speak on what we heard, because right, right. it's low-key common knowledge. But his legal team said, this is a dangerous game y'all playing. His family spoke out and said, this is a dangerous game y'all playing. We ain't work with nobody. We ain't said nothing. But when you read the paperwork, <laughs> comma for comma. I wish I had some tea. Yeah, I mean, I seen the video of them asking him questions. I don't want nobody to be locked up soon. So I don't know either, man. That's just a crazy situation. It's just unfortunate, man, what, what's happening uh, to hip-hop. Uh, just especially seeing that uh, we came up watching. I know I was a kid watching my Adidas like a baby, Ron DMC. Seeing it goes from that 
This ain't hip hop no more. It's no hip hop, but it's just but just seeing what just seeing for from how big hip hop has gotten worldwide to like we're being especially black hip hop artists are being targeted, killed. And um, looking at as and extra, locked up as like gang. It's, it's like it's mm-hmm. like um it's like a reality TV gang or drug thing. Like it's played out through the music, and they are locking people up like it's the streets, yeah. and then people are getting gunned down. Like it's well, it's like is it the industry? Is it the streets or is it both? Hip hop no more, man. This is literally art imitate life at its finest, bro. Art is imitating life at its finest. Like, what are they rapping in their songs? People be living it in their lives right now. So this ain't hip-hop and R&B ain't R&B. It's all this sex and fucking suck music in front of the kids and all this shit going on. So I rocked with it, so I don't really talk about it, but this ain't R&B. This ain't rhythm and blues no more. You can't tell me a motherfucker this, any of this shit, this, the shit we hear most of the time is rhythm and blues. This It's nice to listen to, but it ain't rhythm and blues and the damn show ain't hip-hop. Ain't none of this hip-hop, bro. But... It's music. We all listen to it. It's club music. It's party music. It's it's, it's street like gangster, street code music type shit. So, I mean, we live by it, we die by it. And when your lyrics are being used against you in a court of law, then it's like, oh, I didn't mean that. I was just saying, man, they doing all of that, man. They locking cats up in groups. This nigga said, fuck the judge. I'll fuck his bitch or some shit. And they played that shit in court. Oh my god. To the judge. <laughs> I'm like it is damn. out of control, man. Comedy, 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 comedy. This shit don't get no better than this, man. This is real life playing out like TV. Cause who who would have known that Young Thug would be charged with? And I'm not saying what he did because I don't know Young Thug. Young Thug I don't know him either. I just know my best rapper. friend. This my best friend. This my that's uh, what I know him as, man. Right. I don't know him as no gang I don't leader. Know him as a family I, man. I don't know him as I don't a know him son, as a, mother, brother. I know the dude father. made music. That's all I know. And so I, I never known to to be racketeering and gang. Yeah, like I don't. I think it's kind of reaching, and I think it's a. I, I think it's. I mean, like I said, like I don't know anything, but just just looking and just being in the music business as long as I have. I mean, they're they have to making records and making money. And I just think it's kind of reaching for just saying like you they're just creating this whole gang situation. I, I, think they, I think they definitely was trying to make a statement based on their criminal history and based That's on what I think. how they got arrested. I heard how they got arrested sounded like a setup too. You know what I'm saying? Sounded like they knew what was going on before they even pulled up. Like it wasn't a surprise. They they already knew what was cracking with them. That's why they popped them together with not all drivers with just by themselves. They waited and waited and waited. So they trying to make a statement. But a lot of this drip music, man, a lot of this super young. 18, 19, 20, drill, kill, stick, uh, chopper, uh, 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 motherfucking switch music. That shit is directly affecting a lot of communities right now, bro, where motherfucking gun violence is on an all-time high. And they don't give a fuck who they shoot. So this, like I said, this ain't hip-hop, bro. What what it's gotten to is not hip-hop, bro. And the, these are singing members. The, uh, 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 Young Thug has been in the rap game once. 15 years now? Yeah, not, at least 10. Was, not all the way turned up. What was that man's first song? It was uh it was the weed song. I'm a stoner, I'm a stoner, I'm a that was a long time ago, boy. At least 10 yeah, years that ago. That was at least 10 years ago. He'd been in there for a minute. And he was I guess he OG status. He at was this the point. Ex, he was the extension of uh Wheezy for a while. Remember? Yeah. He yeah. took over that Wheezy sound. 
like not took it over, but yeah, he was a, he was his version that, yeah. of his interpretation of music, and it it was had a direct Lil Wayne inflection. Like yeah, it, it wasn't Lil Wayne at all, but you can tell Lil Wayne like influenced the man, like Stevie Wonder influenced uh, whoever type shit. So yeah. Kendra, any any word on the gangster music? You have kids that listen to you have (laughs) yeah. How does your son? My son is twenty. Oh, he definitely sure. listens so to that. He, yeah, he does. He's they does. They, <laughs> they play all that it real music you. and rap music and it all day you. long. But yeah, you tune it out because you can't listen to it. You can't, right? I just told my age, Sam, my son, twenty six. But yeah, he definitely listened to Young Thug and all of those um, people out there. I don't. Hopefully, he's not being influenced by it, but. I mean, they like they like what they like. It's it's no different than when we was listening to NWA and stuff like that. Yeah. But I mean, it is a it, it is affecting. It's a it's a different generation. Um, the the uh, the family structure and the stuff the the parents and grandparents we had is different than what our, our is really different. You know what I'm saying? So it's like even though we acted a fool hearing those kind of songs, I can imagine like it, we're we're a lot looser. You know what I'm saying? As parents now and this yeah. generation, grandparents now than our parents and grandparents was. So I can imagine how that can really affect them on a bigger scale yeah. of being influenced doing that. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is some good rap artists. It is some hip hop artists out here. Yeah, I'm that's gonna, dope. Yeah. I'm not going to say that there aren't any hip hop artists, but the industry is definitely not hip hop, it's rap music. Let's cut clear to what it is. And it's, a lot of it is hot. It'd be the hottest shit on the radio. It'd be hot. Like all the female songs, all the, I'm, I'm shouting out all the Glorillas and the, the Mega Stallions. Maybe so. Why they rap so hard? Like, the female wouldn't look him sexy. She was look sexy because she, she was a, she was hard, she was right? Mama, baby. But it was like, she sounded like a sexy woman, though. We're rapping. And it's like when you're hearing, like Gorilla, I mean Glorilla, I'm sorry. Now I'm not saying she like not good or anything. It's just the tone of her voice is like like she's trying to sound like a dude. And it's like that's how even like even like with Meg, it's like they sound so I don't think she's trying. I think that's just that's just her her voice. Just like oh boy that got killed. Uh, Pop smoke. Damn. Okay. That was just he had a rap voice, bro. A lot of these. I just said they rap voice. I get it. If you look at the, if you look at a lot of the battles, you look at the rap battles. Is the Smack? I think uh, do the rap back in the day. Yeah, yeah. they're doing rap battles now, bro. It's rap. Smack was doing back in the years. They're still doing rap battles to this day. Brand new. (laughs) This is on the internet. You got to have a rap voice. I think that's just Glow Rivers' rap voice. I think this is you. you, you, you okay, no, it's just it's just so it's so it's she's so definitely a daughter it's, of Meg type shit. Right, know? right. I'm just saying, like her and Meg, it's not. I'm saying, I'm saying, even with okay, Queen Latifah. Let's say this, okay, Queen Latifah. Naturally, she has a lower tone voice, right? But when she rapped, I'm pretty sure she like even the time period she was doing it in the like late '80s and '90s. It was like, like, put a little color to it. You right. can't. Let me, let me stop you in your tracks. Let me stop you in your tracks, Missy Elliott. Hold your Missy coin. I rock rough and stuff with my Afro puffs. Rage. Rage. Rock on with your bad sales. Fuck I, out I, of okay. my face, I, man. Glorilla, don't listen to this nigga. He's in age denial. He forget that it was motherfucking Apache. They probably and motherfucking just all different. You know what I'm saying? No, it's just. 
Go ahead and say Missy. Go ahead. Missy was a multi. No, 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 no. Missy was dope. No, I'm not saying like that. I mean, I understand people. I'm just saying like it's just. Missy did have it. It was just. I, maybe but I'm she tripping. brought it differently. It like, was, no way, you know, Glorilla, Glorilla. You know what? I'm not even gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be that dude that's picking on you. I'm not even picking on you. I'm, I'm, I like your music. I was just saying the tone. I thought it sounded like aggressive. Like, 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 like a woman trying to sound like a dude playfully. Yeah. I think she could, cause she, she was on that like talking about so she be grunting. See how I said, and that was funny. But it sounded like it sounded like nothing to do with one of the parts of like, oh, like hey, hey. It was funny to her, and it cracked up, and it was it was a funny clip, but it it just seemed like to me like it seemed like man, her voice was she trying to do that on purpose, oh, or even with Meg the style how he was perceiving it at first, you yeah, about right. At first, at first, it kind of caught okay. me like okay, well, yeah, got yeah well, you introduced like yeah for F the first time, F you F you taking everything free. in. Fuck nigga free was a hell of a first song, bro, like. I'm F R E E fuck nigga free in game about me. I'm like, whoa. That shit right there <laughs> is she must got like four guns on her. It, it's liberating. That's she, yeah. It's liberating. The tone of that is just like yeah, like uh bitch, you can't fuck with me in a bonus shoe. When you wanted to. Bitch, you can't fuck with me even if you wanted to. Kodak uh Bodak Yellow. With Cardi B. Oh, just yeah. gonna mention it's Cardi B. Same. She was a little harder probably when she first it's the started. Same even with her, even with even with Cardi but B, she sounded hard too. Like, but it's that it's that I guess it's that uh Spanish kind of accent she that has to okay, yeah. that that got that but you're right, trending wise, most of the female hip hop, you see how it started going like that, like Cardi B. Then Meg, and it's like yeah. even Meg voice yeah. kind of like, geez, like, okay, well, like I was trying to figure out like Meg the Stallion, right? You think of a stallion, a stallion is a man horse, right? RJ, shut the fuck up. <laughs> am, no, no, no. Am I lying or no? That's, that's, that's correct it's me. Horse. Oh, no, it's not a male horse. horse. Allow me to do Allow me to do because I think a studio house is called a nail. Remember, get hold of that nigga on that nail. <laughs> Stallion see. meaning Google says a male, it's a male horse. horse. Okay, listen. All right, no, 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 no. Like, I'm gonna address this. I'm gonna address this. We're in it, but this is 2022. We're going into 2023. Now we have is we're talking about a world that we actually have transgenders. Right, that we have women that look like men with beards, muscles, and everything, and we have men that look like women with butts, titties, and everything right there. So when you said when I when I first heard Meg the Stallion, I thought I promise you when I first when I first heard the name and I heard her rap and it was kind of thinking it was like hold on is this a is this a is this a is like a transgender rapper. That's what I thought, because it was like you're tall, you're big, and you call yourself a stallion. And I, I, I just thought when you stallion is a man horse. I don't know. She realized that word with admits she probably thought she thought it was a nice saying, horse. No, she probably just talking yeah. like a big RJ, horse. RJ, you ready to stop? Can I start? I'm gonna go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right, we're gonna stop RJ twice today. 
Oh, little Rilla, I'm sorry, baby. RJ just, I don't know what he's talking about. It's been uh, 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 the whole new genre of female rappers is they're exuding toughness because the black woman has been so torn down that they have to put that bravado out there through the rap voice, yeah. but still be a feminine female, but still have so much power and universal energy in that voice from the years up coming to now. So I, I'll give you a pass on that because you were talking about your first experience with Glorilla, the first realizing that, damn, this little motherfucker, 117 pounds, tough as a motherfucker. Like, but, I, I get that. I, I and even Meg, that. that was my first thing. When, I know what it is now, but that, that's what I'm saying when, when I, I first, first heard it. When I first heard Glorilla, I thought she was seven feet tall. I thought she was a, I thought she was a big, burly motherfucking female, tough lady. But Glorilla is too much like Gorilla. And no, and it's like no. right, Glorilla sounds like Gorilla. It sounds like male, manly, masculine, tough, tough but she's ugly. Really a pretty light skinned young lady, right? She's pretty and light skinned, right? Yeah, Glorilla is a nice looking young lady, right? So that's just her rap voice. We got that. When you said stallion and make the stallion, uh, I'm a stallion lover, okay? And I ain't never related no woman over five eleven. Around 160 pounds to 232 pounds, because I like a thick, thick stallions. I've never related when you talk about how thick and tall and juicy a woman is, stallion to a male horse, bro. Neither have I. I think that's just some. I'm not saying you because this is the the, the ongoing. I never thing. called him a stallion, though. No, no, no. What I'm saying is this is the ongoing thing with Meg, though. Everybody still wants to call her a man. This is something that you tapped into that you don't even know. People have been trying to say Meg Thee Stallion is a dude her whole goddamn career. Whoa, I just took it off the name alone. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, is that's that what I had to stop you before, before okay. it went any further. I want to hear you out and make sure because people have said Meg's whole career that she's probably transgender or, or has transitioned into a female. When, bro, she's just a tall, sexy woman who, I mean, the, the I don't know why they call tall, thick women stallions, though. That, the, the male connotation on that, I never Especially if you know what the stallion is originally oriented. Right, but you probably ain't thinking to, about I it. I had to Google the definition, so I've never looked up When the you see the definitions, the like, when I learned the stallion as a kid, I know like like kids will tell you, don't call me a kid because that's a goat, right? That's A, a kid is a, what, like a baby goat or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Right, so I knew the word stallion mean a male horse. I knew that. So it was like by stallion. The time, by the time I see thighs and ass, I wouldn't give a fuck what kind of horse it was. You understand me? I know, but it's 2023 and is is people with thighs and ass that have something else with the thighs and ass. I know, and you gotta be careful. Because I'm saying so, but it's no knock to that. And 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 trust me, uh, for the LGBTQ. You're more than welcome to be whatever kind of sex you Yeah, we're not we're not saying that. We're just trying to get clarity just so we know and just how the world is moving. I heard that title, the name, and I seen how like how Meg, she's like kind of like aggressive rap style. I was like, okay, is this a transgender rapper? Because you choose the name Stallion, meaning that that's what that is. No, it was never meant to. No, uh, not for her, but uh, I know the general. Right, sight unseen. Just sight unseen. We're not talking about Meg personally. We're talking about sight unseen. You feel me? Sight unseen, it don't sound right. But if you 
like thick women because everybody don't like thick women. Everybody has their own particular taste. Some some women, some people like this real thin so, women with the big chest. Some people like the real thin women with the big booty. Some people don't like their booties that big. Some people like tall. Some people like short. Some people like dark. Some people like like it's something yeah. for everybody. But if you're talking about five eleven to six two. 165 to about 220 pounds, boy. You talking about the volleyball players, the swim teams all over the all over the world. Motherfuckers is like long, like not no short. Everybody loves the short thick girls. Now those short thick girls do not take a knock on this. The five twos to five fives, y'all still winning. The five six to five eight, y'all still winning. But it ain't nothing like having your thickness all the way up here. Oh shit! <laughs> you look at the motherfucker; they just still going like, "Damn, that Lisa Leslie! You think it's hell, Lisa Leslie?" So it's something about tall women, and everybody don't like that. You feel me? Like right. some women like tall guys. Yeah. Some women, some tall women like short guys. It's something for everybody. But when you talk about stallions, you talk about a taller, thicker female. Kind of chubby to very slim and just juice legs, muscular arms. You know, Venus. Serena Williams was the original stallion. You think anything? Do you what think, they call her? Oh, shit. What is she? Fucking she ain't. Do you ever think? Do you ever think anything unfeminine about Serena Williams? No. Do you look at Meg the Stallion to see anything unfeminine? No. Nah, nah. Thank you very much. No, not that I seen her and it's like, oh, okay, cool. But just hearing the name, listening to the music, and like knowing what I knew. It was like, that's what that means. Yeah. That every, means every tall female man. ain't a stallion either. Brittany Grant. Oh, shit. That baby just oh. got back too soon. Too soon. Brittany Welcome you. home, Brittany. Welcome <laughs> home again. Welcome home. Welcome you home. In Russia make sure you get some. Okay, cool. You know what? Make, make sure you get something to smoke on because you're on America. You, well, yeah. well, speaking of the LGBT community and the gay community, we have to understand that they're growing and they're evolving. And yeah. I think people's views and opinions have to. Uh, uh, grow and evolve and open up as well. Like I'm open to all the rule changes, all the sex changes, all the name changes. It's just some of the shit y'all have to not wait because y'all been in the shadows. You know what I'm saying? Y'all say y'all community been in the shadows and they need to be put on the forefront. They got uh, sex education across the educational spectrum in most cities and and, and places. The 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 the, the curriculum. Is including LGBT yeah. community. Yeah. They're teaching wow. it, yeah. but they're teaching it not so that they'll be interested in it. They're teaching it for understanding and knowing sensitivity. Okay. You feel me? To to understand that people these people don't believe in pronouns. Ain't no him, her, she, 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 him. None of that. It's Stanley or Samantha. You know what I mean? It's 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 they. It's you know what I'm saying. It's 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 a it's a delicate balance you have to do, but. LGBT community, y'all can't change all the goddamn rules, okay? I just saw a clip from Sydney Star. Now, Sydney Star is one of the the the, the flagships yeah. for LGBT community. She got her sex change when she was called a sex change and not uh, transitioning. She had her shit when she was on Maury, and Maury was doing the episodes where could you tell when they was a man or a girl? You remember that? Like, yeah, he, that's he, long he time. Have, her, yeah. And the Maury Pogas would line up about. 10 to 15 people and the whole show will be where they born whatever they're showing that they are yeah. and a way to desensitize the people to different types of people back that was back in the day yeah you're right 
But th that's what it came from. Now Sydney coming out. Now she's I said she was the flagship. Now she's trying to trans transition <laughs> into a whole nother level of the transition phase. She said that men who like transgender women are not gay. Mm -hmm. That's a new rule that, that she's implementing it. She's implementing the nuance of the understanding of the rules. If you're a regular dude and the woman you in love with used to be or transitioned into whatever and transitioned into her, her new womanhood. Okay, she's a her now. She's not a he anymore. She's a her. And she told you she's fully a her and she used to be a he and you <sighs> So how is that not considered gay if I'm you were confused. born? I'm not denying it. I just don't understand. I think, like, I think, to be honest with it, it's a lot of it will be. It's, it's, we'll be all day taking it, taking apart because it's, it's going to be something that somebody don't understand. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even with the pronouns, what you're saying, they, he, you know, all of that. Like, I, I don't understand that either. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I understand what they're doing. It just kind of seems like it's bringing more confusion. Yeah, I, I mean, not... um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just, in my opinion, well, I mean, when you when you think about it, if they were born the male spectrum and changed changed the dynamic to a female, if you're looking at it that way, if they're considering themselves as the female right now, then I guess if you look at it like that, then I guess you ain't gay. You ain't, you're not a man. The man won't even know that is he, does he know upfront? Like, okay, I was a man. Now I'm a woman. Or is she just strictly, I'm a woman. And this man is dating me. Like he probably don't even know. Do they know? Like how do like, yeah, are you I fully guess. transitioned where that down there is gone? Where it's a, is that, is that the rule? Like, like it, does it have to be like, Right. Does the transition? Okay. So if it's a woman that's transitioning uh, to uh, a man, mm -hmm. do the woman have to have a uh, a man part mm -hmm. for the other woman not to be considered uh, gay, or lesbian, yeah. or gay? Right? Yeah. How does that, that, that work? Or if it's a guy and he's dating a woman that used to be a guy, does the the woman that used to be a guy have to have a female part for the guy to be considered not gay. We got too many questions and now. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of like at the end of the day, these are questions that that makes people uncomfortable. But we can't move forward without having these uncomfortable conversations yeah. across the board. And you have to be open about your questions. You can't just be closed off and say, no, that's just fucked up. No, you have to be like, okay, so if you're willing to tell me something, can I ask questions? And, and a lot of times when people are comfortable about where they've come from and where they've transitioned to, as long as you ain't talking about the, the graphicness of the surgery, they'll tell you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they'll talk to you. I worked with a, a person that had transitioned to a female at Amazon. And, you know, at Amazon, you got to be careful what you say because HR will be talking to your ass and walking you out the building. So I learned to deal with it. And she had kids by her former wife, but she was who she is now. You feel me? When she was a guy, she had kids, little bitty babies, too. Uh, I had a folio and a one uh, seven-month-old. They busting. Yep. <laughs> 
former dick, former dick was busted <laughs> and wanted to be. I forgot the name. Good thing I don't remember the name because I definitely would say it, but went from Carl to Crystal type shit. You feel me? And all the truck drivers used to come and like, hey, what's up with bro? That's Crystal. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, because you don't want to be banned off the Amazon property, so you better call this motherfucker Crystal at this end gate. You ain't finna be disrespecting the person I work in this motherfucking gate with with your, with your jokes because you know, hey, bro, what's up with bro? That's Crystal. What load are you bringing in today? Because I used to work the uh, inbound, outbound truck gate. So I used to check the truckers in, tell them what door to go to and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? At, at Amazon. So motherfucker, hey, hey. What's up with uh? <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to respect the fact that I'm silly. You feel me? And respect the fact that my even my creativity <laughs> and my imagination, if you watch the Like, what's up, bro? That's crystal, sir. I may chuckle a little bit, but I'm saying that's crystal. You know, and I know that nigga feet 14 inches with big ass boots on in the goddamn snow with big ass muscles. You call him crystal, whatever the fuck his ID bag say. You call the ID bag, but the ID bag say his name is crystal. Her, her, her. her. It ain't a her or him. That's crystal. That's crystal. Take Take the pronouns out. That's Crystal. Learning moment. Learning Crystal moment. is very nice. Crystal has babies. They're beautiful. Crystal has ex. <laughs> but it's it's to the understanding of what's real now. Like like we like we touching on the subject about how uh, I think I forgot who said it, but it was a soundbite off the internet that said truth ain't truth no more. I think Charleston White said that that he met he's he's winning off the fact that truth ain't truth. Truth is whatever I can make you believe, and that ain't you know what I'm saying. That's what. Back in the day in the 30s when people used to sit around the radio before TV and all that, yeah. before the internet, they used to have people scared of the uh, body snatchers. Remember? People used to sit around the fireplace, listen to the radio, and listen to these people tell creepy-ass fucking stories and think it was real. They had your mind wrapped around the story. And everybody in the small towns, because ain't no internet, ain't no TV, ain't, ain't no local news. It's barely a paper and books. And you just listen to the radio with your family. They had people scary and, and creeped out over spooky stories, right? Once you control somebody's perception, whatever you get them to believe, that's real now. And you can't make them unbelieve it until they unsee it. And that's why the internet and the TV, they make people either see shit or unsee shit that they never really see the same again. Like, we don't teach kids about Santa Claus. My, I'm taking my kids to the mall. Now, this is your spending limit, nigga. Shop. Well, shut the fuck up about what you ain't got. And you're going to get a couple more extra gifts. So, you know what? That don't really, it's funny you said it about the Santa Claus thing because we in the Christmas season. It don't really, I found out telling the kids the truth don't really mess up their experience with Christmas. Really don't. So, but uh, man, this is chocolate gumbo. I had a good time. You had a good time as well? Yes, we did. Um, it was, we, well, <laughs> we talked about something last week that we wanted to touch back on in regards to controlling relationships, but um, yeah, I don't know if we got time to kind of talk about that a little bit. Okay. Okay. I mean, so if you remember the last episode, we were talking about who actually had the control and how um, we let someone control the situation in the relationship, mm -hmm. and we were about to get deep into that conversation mm -hmm. last week. Um, but we had to go. So I just kind of wanted to touch back on that um, in regards to um, us feeling like we're being controlled 
My question was in a relationship when we are with our significant others, mm-hmm. why do the male or sometimes the female in a relationship feels like they have to control the other person or have control over them where they should be it should be a dictatorship in regards to what they feel like they should do or not? Why do we feel like we should be able to control another grown person in our in a relationship that we're sharing a relationship with, opposed to just being ourselves? and allowing each other to be ourselves, why do the man feel like he needs to control the woman or the woman feels like she needs to control ask him? I got like, Rules of the jungle. Kill or be killed. Dominate or be dominated. Hmm. Run or get ran over. You have to set the rules of how you're going to live your life and set to it. I'm an equals guy. I don't want to tell this woman what to do. I want to give her suggestions, protect her from what I can protect her from, and trust that her leadership and her knowledge and her wisdom will be her equal half of this 100-degree circle we got. Love it. And I want to meet her right here with her energy, match her effort, match her celebrate me, I'm going to celebrate her, match her cook for me, I'm going to cook for you, match her take for tat and go far and way beyond trying to make us right. I don't want to have to lead her, and I don't want to have to her have to lead me. But I want to be able to be led. I want her to be able to be led, but I don't want to have to lead or have to make you do shit because the, I just want shit to fall in place. And they don't always do that. You gotta if you better with balancing the bills, I'm gonna just give you the money. You feel me? I'll, I'll submit, but I'm still gonna do my thing. If you if I'm better at at doing a certain kind of thing, you gonna trust me to do that, and we gonna f- figure our own way out. You don't have to dominate me. I don't have to dominate you, even though I like to be uh. Dominated. We all like to be dominated at some point in the relationship at the right time. You know, behind closed doors, you know, no holes for all Okay, go ahead. Back Christian Gray, be hitting me. Okay, I'm just playing. Anyway, um, yeah, dominate so. dominators and dominatrix. Oh, shit. Put your boot in my hello. But I, I, we're talking about, you know, I think, I think on, on the point of why people feel that way is fear. Just to okay. piggyback off what what Keith said, like, it's just the fear. It's fear. You feel like you have to control something because you don't trust it. Or you feel like if you can't control it, then it's it, whatever can happen. So you're afraid. So you, you feel more um, better about the situation if you can control certain aspects of it. And everybody uses control differently. Some people, women, don't necessarily use control the same way as men use control. Men use control more of an overpowering way. Women use it with manipulation. You know, master thinkers. You're not going to overpower me. You're a woman. So it's like, okay, but I'm going I'm to a, I'm a control this by controlling your emotion. I'm going to get this attitude with this, and then it's going to make you do what I want because you don't want to deal when I have an attitude. Chocolate gumbo, bitch. What y'all thought this was? Y'all thought you was gonna watch this and be entertained? No, y'all gonna take some to this into your real life and be like, damn. Some of y'all be out there thinking that y'all people, mamas and daddies in these relationships. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's the part I do not like. You got the man. Like, do you know that we are supposed to be one if we're together? We're married. We're a couple. It didn't say, okay, we married now. I'm your daddy, and I'm gonna tell you what to do. When you just gotta do this, and that's it. Or vice versa. I'm your mama. Like, I'm, I'm treating you like, you know, you my child. Like, we have to have respect for the adults in the relationship on both sides so we can, like, coexist and be together and do what we're going to do. Because too many people are out here being companions uh, in, a, in a relationship, but trying to control the grown person. 
Yeah. The kids are the only things that we need to be controlling in the relationship. We need to come together with whatever we are dealing with as a couple, but even I'm with too a certain, grown to be controlled. You're too even grown with to a, be controlled. Even with a certain point with kids, is, that stops, right? That's true. Yeah. yeah, when your kid, I'm, you don't, you don't treat your twenty-six-year-old the that, same way you treat him as you treat him when he was a yeah. So I, you have I to, even with it. that, it's a certain point where they get older because we got kids that's getting older. You just got a kid that turned twenty-one, so it's like we have our parenting and 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 and, and my the way I deal with him have to change because yeah. it's like I could be hard or you could be over overbearing. It's like okay, but he's twenty-one, so guess what? I can talk all the shit I want. But when his ass leave and go to college, he's going to do what the fuck he want to do. Yeah. So it's like, I need to probably try to holler at him a different way because at the end of the day, he grown. He's at this label that he makes, making his own decisions. He's living his long, own life. So I got to relate to him a different way. I can't relate to him like he's six. True. You know, so it's like, yeah, you're right. Even with your kids that even have a time limit, sometimes. you got to yeah. let go. You can't control them. So you definitely can't control your mate. You got any closing remarks, Keith? I want to say uh, life is all about control. And the type of person that you get with, if you can't take somebody controlling you, don't get a controlling person. That part. You have to pick carefully who you share your life with. We share mm -hmm. our beds and we share our time, but who you share your life with is a careful selection process, people. And you can't just pray somebody in your life and think they magically finna be who you thought they was you gotta you gotta carefully pick you gotta go through the shit you gotta see people for who they are and you have to understand who you are first before you try to match yourself with anybody know yourself know what you can take know what you can't take and you know what that takes mistakes Learn living from mistakes life jesus and that's the reason why you need this chocolate gumbo sauce all up in that shit to make all it just right in it oh Life are definitely life lessons are the hardest to go through, but they are the best to learn from. Okay, I, I just gotta say the hardest to go through, but the best to learn from because you yourself has sat there and experienced what you've experienced. You don't want to feel that again, whatever that was that you went through. You know, so you learn from it, you move forward. Whatever we learned in that past experience, we are gonna take it to the new experience. You know, so. Hey, that's life. We we got to go through it. But yeah, y'all choose y'all partners, you know, right? Try to know yourself first, fall in love with you, and just know what you like and don't like. Some people like to be controlled, though. Some, some people want to be a, a submissive. Breaking news. Submissive. According to the shade room, before we check out, breaking news. The jurors seen in the elevator with Tory Lanez and his team, and they trying to say there was no discussion of the case. This shit. Did y'all know somebody came up missing in the goddamn Tory Lane case? Yeah, somebody bodyguard. Was it Megan's bodyguard? Ooh, that somebody came up bodyguard missing? with direct evidence to the case is not to be missing. found. They Ew. paid this nigga $20 million to get the fuck lost. Go to Bolivia, bitch. Go to the Ukraine. <laughs> not answering. Hey, call. Let's hope they paid the man to disappear instead of Come on, y'all ain't gangster. Please don't be gangster. Please don't be that. Pay the man to leave. And if they didn't, they will find out. Lord Jesus, yo. This is too much. Y'all doing too much, Meg. I love you, Meg. I respect what you've done for the black female entrepreneur. Um, you've paved the way for black girls to believe anything. You've made a way so they can talk about their pussy for two hours and be a millionaire. But don't be stupid, baby. Tell the truth. Cause this ain't doing nothing but bringing you down and making you look like 
a young person that has a lot of mistakes to make and is going to grow from the situation. Mm-hmm. All the major stars been through this shit, Meg. Michael Jackson. All of them. Michael Jackson, Gary Coleman, all of our young idols, P. Diddy, all of them been through mystical still in jail. All of them been through the shit Snoop. you're going through. <laughs> Snoop, Tupac, like everybody's been where you are. Just make better decisions and keep your star shining, sis, and start rapping about real life. Goddamn. Rap about how hard it is to be a female artist in a male-driven society. Rap about some heartache. Get some Taylor Swift going on. Stop rapping about your pussy, baby. Your pussy is one thing. Life is about a whole bunch of other shit. Okay, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Any closing remarks, Kendra? No, I'm good. Like, I agree on what y'all said, and I just want everybody to just live and be them. Come on, man. Let's, let's just do life. We're here to, to be here, and until it's time to go, we just doing life. Chocolate gumbo, we just mixing it all up. You know, um, leave some comments if y'all got something y'all want to say in regards to what we tapped in. If you disagree, if you agree, if you want to know more, let's talk about it. Um, put some comments in the in the in the below part of this. Uh, what do you, what do you call it? What we call it here? The comment section. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you got to say, you want to say, you want to hear. Just, right. Just tap in. Tap DM in to us too. You yeah, do all, all that stuff. That, yes. <laughs> Once again, man, we like to say, man, happy holidays to everybody yes. out there. This is we're towards the end of 2022, so we're not necessarily sure when you will be seeing this episode. But for those that celebrate, we hope everybody had a great holiday season. Yeah. Happy holiday, man. And 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 we sharing peace and love to everybody. We don't want to hear about anybody else committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Check on all your good friends. Check mm-hmm. on the family. Check on the elderly as well. Mm-hmm. Tell them that you love them. And this is Chocolate Gumbo. We signing off, man. Anything else, Keith? Don't get drunk at your family house and get your ass beat. Okay? <laughs> Stay regular drunk till you get home. And then be extra drunk and call everybody and cuss them out at you at the house. But don't get drunk at their house and get kicked down the stairs and snatch the banister off the wall. And please, not this year. Happy holidays. See y'all next after Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Chocolate Gumbo signing off, y'all. Let's do it. Oh.